Welcome back, one and all, to Denny Thinks He Knows, a sports talk show hosted by me, Denny Glasser. Episode 38. We're feeling great. Oh my gosh, guys, it feels really great to be back here. Um, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, as you know what, Denny Thinks He Knows doesn't necessarily have season one, season two. But hey, we've been riding this thing strong since like October last year. So me and the crew, being myself, needed a little breather. And we're back, baby. We're back better than ever. And you know what? We're going to have that cupcake for episode 40. We just have so much good stuff coming out your way. You, you, you wouldn't even believe it if I told you. This episode, uh, we're really geared towards uh, Second That Emotion, which is a brand new start of a, a restart that you will, for uh, fantasy football. So a fun little surprise I have for you guys. We're going to be talking second that emotion, just fantasy football. We're letting baseball write itself out. If it comes back, it comes back. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, but we are bringing it back with the form of fantasy football. And I'm doing a live mock draft for you all. You can see some of my number one targets some of my mid-range guys, and some of my sleepers. But without any further ado, we're going to jump on in first up. But when the draft starts, I'm going to just announce it, and we're going to see how it goes. We're going to just do this draft together as the show goes on. How about it? Sounds great. Sounds great. All right, guys. In first up, we are talking the NFL. We have some fun uh, things to talk about with the Steelers. Dwayne Haskins has made a really big impact this training camp going from an undrafted free agent signed to a futures contract the start of this year to now being looked at as a possible backup to Big Ben, it's not going to happen right now. He's actually starting this uh, preseason game against Carolina coming up. That goes to tell you that he is not going to be starting, or he won't be the backup to the starter, that is. Uh, that will be Mason Rudolph. But what this does tell you is he's making the team. He's making the team as the number three. And I really like what he was able to show this training camp. He showed an ability to move the football aggressively with his legs, with his arm. Accuracy's there. I think patience will be there. And he just came out with something saying that we were the first time he's ever received a detailed scouting report, a defensive scouting report which goes to tell you he didn't get it in at OSU. He didn't get it with Washington. The kid has talent, and I really like where he's heading with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really wouldn't be shocked at this point that he's at least looked at very seriously in the next year or two to take over. But patience will be the biggest virtue. Mark my words on that. If the Steelers or Dwayne get impatient, that's where trouble may lie and the both parties may not continue celebrating together. So we'll see what happens. But I'm a big fan of Dwayne. I really, really, really want to see him fall out against Carolina and keep pushing for that number two spot. I wouldn't be surprised by the end of this year he has moved into the backup role to Big Ben. Ooh, I am first. Uh, my first round pick is up, guys. So I have the option of going with Cook, Elliot. Henry, what do I want to do? Anyone want to give me some advice? 
I think I'm going to do the most logistic thing here, and I'm drafting Cook. All righty. So with my first round pick, I went with Delvin Cook, running back from the Minnesota Vikings. So really good about that, guys. I feel really good. I think he's going to be, if he's healthy, he's going to be in conversation of being the best fantasy player this year. His ability to rack up yards on the ground and in the air and find the end zone is remarkable. Uh, biggest na- knock is, you know, just staying healthy. I feel really good with that pick. Let's, uh, let's keep the gravy train rolling. Along with Dwayne Haskins, another big storyline is Najee Harris. He balled out and literally one play had already got the whole reality and fantasy football world pumped up. A little dump-off pass from Roethlisberger last week in a preseason game. He ended up making a few guys miss. He juked out a guy like 10 yards away. The man looks like he is going to absolutely retool the Pittsburgh Steelers offense in a single season. We needed a guy like this. We missed it with Le'Veon, but I don't even think we had it with Le'Veon. I mean, this guy has the ability to be the best running back bar none in the NFL. When Le'Veon was at his peak, I always kind of felt like he was the best receiving back out there. Uh, And he did a lot of great things, but I don't know if anyone ever deemed him the best running back. Um, may it be the injuries, the suspensions, et cetera, et cetera. Just didn't happen. I'm really pumped to see what Najee Harris is going to do for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. And I think his ability to, his durability to tote the rock inside, you know, the trenches, but also be able to make a man miss 10 yards out and juke him is something special. I really feel good with this offense as long as Najee is is healthy. I think he opens up the entire passing game. And speaking of rookies, absolutely love Pat Fryermuth right now coming out as that tight end. I said from the start, I felt like we got a Derrick Henry and a Travis Kelsey in the draft. And yeah, I know. Najee isn't as big as as big as Derrick Henry, but I feel like he is just as a monstrous, monstrous of a running back, but also can catch the ball, which Derrick can't do or isn't given the opportunity to do as much. Um, Pat, Travis Kelsey, 2.0, man. They call him Baby Gronk. Man, I don't care what comparison you want to call him. The man has not dropped a single target in the end zone his whole collegiate career. He grabbed two touchdown passes against Ben. He's going to be a monster. You got Claypool, Deontay, Juju, Ray Ryan McLeod, James Washington, Ebron lost in the shuffle, man. This is a very deep Steelers team. I'm feeling really hyped. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you guys next week, I'm coming out with my uh, early season predictions as we did last year, uh, much like we did for the NBA as well. Uh, I'm going to predict where every team will lie uh, in regards to uh, are they going to be a playoff team or not. And I'm really excited to announce my Super Bowl picks. Guys, I'll start to spoil it a little bit. I really like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Defensively, man, adding Schobert and adding Melvin Ingram, game changers. To go along with Highsmith and Watt that's about to sign a monster deal to it and Hayward and Tyson and you look at 
the secondary with Minka and Joe Hayden and these guys that are coming up right now, Terrell Edmonds coming into like his, uh, I believe his fourth year. I mean, these guys are ready to continue to take that next step and I could not be more excited for this. I really like the Pittsburgh Steelers guys and these headlines. I got to mention before we move on to the next segment, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben has looked sharp. That play that he did last week where he eluded like two would-be sacks and still found a way to get it to Ebron, who did drop the ball. The man has no questions right now. He just has the answers. I'll tell you this much. Durability is going to be the biggest question for me. Can he do this all year long? When he got hurt, those knees hurt, ooh, I'm, I'm up, I'm up. Uh, man, this is a, actually a pretty hard scenario. I got A.J. Brown and Justin Jefferson. You know what? I'm a homer. Justin Jefferson helped me win my championship last year. Justin Jefferson, it is. Man, I'm feeling really good. I got two Vikings now, Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. I'm coming right back up for the start of my third-round pick. And I got to go Scary Terry. I have to. Oh, my goodness, guys. Terry McLaurin, uh, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. I don't know how I could have started any better than that. Uh, that is a very scary team I would not want to play face thankfully they're my mock draft all right but you know in wraps with Roethlisberger I feel really good with Roethlisberger he injured his knees uh, I believe it was week nine against the Cowboys last year I may be off on the week but he injured his knees he lost velocity people were wondering if he still had it he has it okay he has it just got to stay healthy I mean that's the key to the whole Pittsburgh Steelers MO this year. They got the talent. They got the experience. You got to stay healthy. Ben has got to stay healthy. That offensive line has got to protect him on passing downs. I'm hearing they're all little monsters right up front with the run game, but you got to stop any would be, you know, pass rushers because Ben at 39 can only elude so much. He's not like that baby Brady that is going to take a knee. Okay. He's going to stick in the pocket and he's going to be that John Wayne esque cowboy that we all know and love. And if you don't love them, shame on you. All right, guys. With that being said, we're heading right on over to Major League Baseball. In Major League Baseball, I'm going to focus on the Cleveland Indians. Okay. Uh, I started this season with, with so much optimism. When things were going good, when things weren't going so good. Even when they went on a nine-game losing streak and they got no hit twice. And it just really didn't feel like it was their year. And then the trade line, trade deadline came and gone, and it really didn't shake me too much. I didn't like Cesar Hernandez going to the White Sox. I'm like, you should have, could have, would have traded him to any other team besides a rival that's taking over first place in your division. So that pitcher better be really good that we got for him. But at the end of the day, it just really sucked because I felt like this team really could have made some noise, had the potential to really make noise with that uh, rotation and the bullpen it just never came together it never came together as a matter of fact it fell apart I mean the fact that Savali and Bieber were shut down even Plesak for much of the year but at least he came back I mean these weren't just little injuries you know these were like devastating blows where these guys are out for like two three months and counting and it just really sucked it totally took the wheels right off the frame of the car I picked the Indians to get to the World Series it sucked. 
what I will say, they're finding little nuggets along the way that I think are going to really help them next next year. Getting Miles Straw is going to be a game changer. This guy's a vacuum in center field. He gets everything done that I want in a center fielder. Can steal bases, hit 270. That's good enough. Uh, and you know what? He gets on base, finds ways to get, get walks. He gets on base, steals bases, and prevents hits. That's all I want from my center fielder, guys. Uh, you know, then you look at Oscar Mercado. You look at Bradley. Uh, you're looking at DJ the Jet Johnson. They're all making a good point right now as why should they be considered for an outfield spot, you know, next year. You got to start already looking at next year, by the way, guys. I hate to say it, but Harold Ramirez is hurt. He's going to be a big part next year, but we got to figure out that offense, you know, and in that outfield, I should say. We need to figure it out in the offense. There's so many question marks that need to be answered. And, and quite honestly, we need answers now. We need answers now. So uh, I like where we're going with the movement. Ooh, I'm up. I'm up, guys. I am up. And I'm liking my options. I can't go Thielen because that'll be too many Vikings on my team. Uh, D Moore is available. Woods is available. Uh, I mean, I got 13 seconds to go. Uh, you know what? I'm going Mark Andrews, uh, tight end for Baltimore. And I'm up again. This is a really good draft so far. And I got to go Mike Davis, running back from the Falcons. Nice little compliment piece to uh, Delvin Cook. I really like some sleepers deep in the draft uh, this year. We're going to cover in a little bit, but. I do like the movement the Indians are doing. Um, we'll see if Bobby Bradley shakes out. They have a trillion middle infielders, it feels like. But Ahmed Rosario is really making up a case between him and Straw up front, and then you got Jose and Friendmill right after him. I really feel confident in that first four. We got to figure out the rest of the lineup. We really do. Uh, so I don't know what's going to necessarily take place, but uh, – there's been positives. There's been positives. Miles Straw is a huge positive this year going into 2022. And I really like Cal Quantrill, Tristan McKenzie. These guys, I think, are going to be fantastic fits with Savali, Plesak, and Bieber. The bullpen has a lot of potential. This team is doing pretty remarkable considering we didn't have to totally scrap the team like the Cubs. Okay, we're 62-62 and 62 right now. It's not ideal. But uh, it's not the end of the world either. They're, they're going to bounce back. Uh, I feel like I'll say this for any team anywhere. It all depends on health. But you need to be a more well-rounded team to be able to sustain injuries that they did this year. Injuries happen. How are we going to be able to rebound from it this year? Horribly. Not their fault, but you got to be more well-prepared. You got to spend money, too. Uh, you got to spend money. I mean, the Dolans have had, they, you know, I'll say this, and we talked about this a lot on the show for any listeners that have heard me for a while. You need to spend money. The Dolans do not spend money. Major League Baseball, I feel like they heard my podcast, and there's a possible proposal later this offseason that will make teams have to spend $100 million uh, for a cap. I love that. If the Indians had to do that right now, they'd probably have to splurge on $80 million, which, first off, give Jose Ramirez 40 of that. But in all seriousness, guys, they need to spend money. They need to bring in a couple hitters. 
I feel good with the pitching. I really do. Um, but you got to bring in some hitters. I don't know where you fit them in. I don't know what you do. I don't know if you make some trades. Bring in some legitimate hitters. Make those make those top four guys that we feel so good about stretch. Now we're we're feeling good about the first six or seven or eight. Okay, that's a good lineup. So that's my piece, guys, with the Major League Baseball's shake of how things went for the Cleveland Indians. We're going to still have predictions. We're going to still follow Major League Baseball, of course, into the playoffs. But, man, oh, man, really wanted to see my Cleveland Indians perform better. Had some great guests on the show this year talking about them. And there's optimism, even from our friends that, you know, were rooting for the rival teams. They respected the fact that the Indians were for real. And it all went to crap. Sullivan, but I'm not giving up moving forward. I think uh, we have pieces in place. So time will tell on that, guys. Time will tell. But we're moving right on over to the NBA. There's not too much to talk about with the NBA, guys. There's some trade rumors right now, um, you know, coming from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I feel like they still need to make a deal. Um, I really would love to see Bradley Beal come over to the Cleveland Cavaliers somehow, some way via trade. But at the end of the day, if they stay put where they're at right now, I would be shocked if they're a bubble playoff team. I would be shocked. I watched enough last year that convinced me that this talent on this team is pretty good. It's not good. It's pretty good. Um, You need to be able to add a guy like Beal that will make you borderline um, really good. Okay. Um, so with that being said, I'm less optimistic about my Cleveland Cavaliers until they go and get themselves a stud, get yourself a stud. And now you're going to talk, uh, in the meantime, you're, I'll, I'll, I really would be shocked if you're battling between eight and 10 all season long. Ooh, it's my turn. Who do I like? Who do I like? You know who I really want? I want Justin Herbert. Man, oh man, guys. Now, here are my team out so far. Justin Herbert, Justin Jefferson. Can't go wrong with two Justins. Terry McLaren, Dalvin Cook, Mike Davis, Mark Andrews. This thing is rolling, and I'm up next. Who shall I get? I see guys such as Odell Beckham, Chase Edmonds, Judy, Boyd. Uh, you know what? I want A.J. Dillon. Give me A.J. Dillon. If anything happens... Um, in that Packer offense to Jones, uh, look to A.J. Dillon to absolutely mop the floor with the NFL. All right, guys, that just about wraps up first up. You know what that means. We're heading right on over to Second That Emotion. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Second That Emotion. We're talking about fantasy football. We're having fun here. Guys, my main thing I, I can tell you with fantasy football, be smart be smart this year. Okay. Uh, I made a mistake last year and I dropped Justin Jefferson after week one, he blew up and I got him off waivers. Cause thankfully I was the number one waiver priority. Be patient. I've, I've been playing fantasy football now guys for, for real, for real, for over 10 years. And there's one constant, constant, reminder i get and i remind myself this be patient 
year a few years back i had derrick henry for like the first 10 weeks of this season he got five points every week five points five points five points i was sick of it i dropped him guy in my league picked him up that guy played me in the playoffs derrick henry went off for like 50 points if a guy has potential just needs opportunity keep him i was done with justin jefferson he had potential what was I thinking he wasn't going to be able to figure it out? He figured it out quick. He was one of the main reasons I won my championship. So be patient, guys. Um, another big key, don't overdraft for a quarterback. Don't overdraft for a quarterback. If you see Patrick Mahomes, Lamar um, Jackson, you see some of these big-time studs, even Kyler Murray. I'm off the Kyler Murray bandwagon. You know when I got Kyler Murray? Last year, when I could get him for like a six-round draft pick. Okay, I'm not looking for Kyler this year. Okay. Uh, I would target guys like Justin Herbert. You know, guys that you want fringe ready to break out players. May it be on their second year, third year. You overpay for a quarterback, you can get potentially that same good result later in the draft. Just not the sexy name. Go for Ryan Tannenhill. Dude has A.J. Brown. Julio Jones to throw to, man. I mean, just be smart. That's all. That's all it comes down to with fantasy football. Like, outside of luck, <laughs> uh, you got to be lucky, but you got to be smart first and foremost. Um, you know, build through the draft. I always like to say, try to acquire, try, try to acquire one good trade, and you got to be able to pick up one or two starters in the waivers. JD JD McKissick literally helped me win my championship as well. He played a huge role in my championship last year. George Kittle did. Now, albeit it was because he was injured for like the whole season that I was able to even pick him up. But point of the matter is, is you got to be patient. You got to be smart. Got to be lucky. Don't make dumb decisions. Okay. Just be smart. That's my second that emotion. I'm not, I'm talking to you about second that emotion as i'm actually doing this draft um and i'm gonna bring us as far as i can here guys it looks like i have one two three four five six seven eight more spots left hey we'll see if we can get through if we can't i'm at least giving you my starting lineup and uh and go from there <laughs> uh when it comes to uh fantasy football don't overdraft for a quarterback don't think you have enough running backs because you never do. And never draft a kicker or a defense before the eighth round. I don't care how good they are. All right, guys, that wraps up second that emotion. You know what that means. We're heading right on over to last straw. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Guess who decided to stop in the studio? Oh, man, this is a treat. Give it up for Daniel Radcliffe. Hi, hi. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe here. Really, really happy to be here right now, Denny. Wow, it's it's really a pleasure uh, to have you on the show, Daniel. Uh, what do you want to talk about? I'm a really big fantasy football uh, fan, actually. I, I really would like to talk about that. You know, everyone's always telling me, I can't, you can't play fantasy football, Daniel. You know, you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> you know, you'll turn the quarterback into a dragon, Harry. First off, if I turn the quarterback into anything, it would be into a hippograph. Because they can run and they can fly, you know. I would never do a dragon. Uh, they're notoriously bad for throwing footballs. Uh, you know what, Harry? 
Uh, Daniel, <laughs> I love this right now. I'm actually coming up. Do you want to uh, give me some advice? Yeah, I, I actually would love to. I love fantasy football. Uh, who do you want to draft? I'll, I'll help you. Yeah, well, you know, I'm looking here. Uh, I could go Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown. Uh, I could even go uh, Gus the Bus Edwards. I would go Antonio Brown. You know, he's really shaky. Um, probably would uh, be a Slytherin, but honestly, I think he's worth the bet. And he's going to make some really amazing catches along the way. So go with him. Okay, well, you know, making amazing catches along the way isn't always the most important thing. Hey, don't don't underestimate. Oh, is it? Okay. I, I won't. I won't, Daniel. Harry. Uh, I got one more pick. You want to help me before you go? I didn't say I was going to go anywhere. Yeah, but, you know, if you want to just pick this one, then you can go. Well, you're really pushy, Danny. Yeah, you're really pushy little fellow here. But, yeah, I'll help you. I would love to. Okay, okay. Well, you know, taking a peek right now. Let's see. I got Antonio on my bench. I got my whole starters lined up. Probably just looking for a depth piece. I need another running back. Um, who do you like, man? I'm up right now. Gus the Bus, Carter, Drake. I really like Carter. I think he's going to be quite amazing uh, for the New York Jets. I would really like to draft him. Well, I mean, your uh, your wish is, is my command. I'll do it. That's an excellent choice, Danny. I think you're going to really enjoy your, your pick on that one. All right. Well, hey, Daniel, Perry, uh, Daniel, whatever you like. Uh, that's uh, that's all the time we have, buddy. We got to get rocking. But, you know, I didn't really want to leave. I know. <laughs> hey, we'll get you back next time. Whatever. I'm going to get on my broom. Really, a broom? It's just an expression for a car, Danny. Okay? Oh, my gosh. I'm out of here. It's been fun. It's been real. It hasn't been real fun. Oh, boy, got me on the burner. Got me on the burner. Everyone give it up for Daniel Radcliffe. All right, guys. And wrapping up the show here in Last Straw, I have absolutely had it with Standard League football. It's just not fun. You know, I've played Standard League football, and the difference for any of you that's listening that might be interested in playing fantasy football, and you're like, well, what the heck? Thought I heard Standard was cool. Standard is not cool. Standard is literally reality football. PPR, points per reception, is where it's at. You literally get a point for every catch. You know how many points you get in standard? Nothing. Unless your commissioner is real cool and does a half PPR league, and you get a half a point. Hey, drop the zero, get with a hero. Go with PPR, guys. Okay, it makes things a whole lot more interesting. You can be watching a crappy Thursday night football game. We all know Thursday nights are crappy games, and the home team always wins, unless it's bizarre. And at least you know that, hey, I'm really excited to see, you know, Perriman make six catches for 60 yards and a touchdown and go off for a 20-point game and get you a great head start into next week you know how many points you get in standard you freaking get 12 12 is just so much more boring compared to 20 guys drop the zero get with a hero go with ppr okay i've had it with standard it's not fun it's literally just watching football which can be fun if it's your favorite team if it's not your favorite team you really having fun time come on come on guys and with that being said 
that is my show, everybody. I'm leaving you with one, two, three, four bench spots. Um, and I'm leaving you with a kicker and a defense. Okay. You know what? We're going to be back and we're going to be talking every week about who you should pick up. So bear with me on these. Have confidence in yourselves with sleepers. And remember, don't draft quarterbacks too early. All right, guys. With that being said, you know how to find me on all social media platforms. Go ahead, send those questions. I hope you guys have a great week. And until next time, uh, bye-bye.